0: Well, hey, 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 welcome back to Level Up with Lori. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I hope you guys are having an incredible summer and just enjoying the time with family, enjoying the time in the sun, and finding some fun things to do. I know the summer looks a little bit different than summers past. It definitely does in our household as well. I mean, last summer was a whirlwind of moving, um, a week of conference, Wayne away for two weeks, three weeks of family vacation, and I can't lie. I honestly think I am loving the pace of this summer a little bit better better. There is um, some more downtime, a lot more time at home, but you know what? I am not going to sit here and complain because it has been absolutely incredible and energizing. Uh, Today I have an awesome podcast episode for you. I think you're going to absolutely love it. Uh, Julie is a Stella and Dot sister. We are on separate teams, but... um I just absolutely love her story. I love her energy and her accomplishments speak for themselves. She has been top in the company. She's an incredible seller and an incredible sponsor, but what I love about her message is that it comes down to mindset and the way that she leads from the heart and the fact that she's not doing it to be up in the charts the fact that she's doing it because this business has had such a transformation on her life that she knows the opportunity that presents for other women and that's what she wants to share and that's what she leads with and that truly, um, that truly can be the difference. I think when we really start connecting to our why, to our transformation, to everything that our businesses have brought into our lives, our message changes. It shifts. It's no longer about um, what kind of income sponsoring can bring you, what kind of promotions you need, like sponsoring will get you. And it starts becoming about the other lives that you are changing and everything you're doing. And Another thing that I love that Julie is doing, and you guys are going to know that this is close to my heart, is she is building a second income stream, a brand new business on top of her network marketing business. And this is something that I am all in on, and I'm actually working with women right now who are doing exactly this. There's such a massive opportunity on top of your network marketing business. What I love about having a network marketing business is that you can actually work it in, like... Less than, let's say, 8 to 10 hours a week, freeing up a lot of your time, but it gives you the sturdy, sturdy income base. It gives you a a jumping off point to running your own business, building an empire, doing so many things that an entrepreneur does. But it also leaves you time and freedom to build something of your own. And while I always know that my network marketing part business is going to be a massive part of my life, I have absolutely loved building something that I can call all mine. And I love working with other women that are doing the same thing or chatting with other women like Julie that have such a passion inside of them that they need to go out and build something of their own. So Listen, because you guys are going to love what she's doing, and she's literally the epitome of fashion, so I love that that is the area that she went into, but it's just another funnel for her to be helping women, for her to be enriching women's lives. And it's absolutely incredible. If you have ever thought about doing something like this, like guys, jump off that ledge and get in there because it is so much fun. And there's such massive opportunity out there right now. And even if you just need someone to bounce ideas around with, send me a message. This is what lights me up inside. And I would love to chat with you about anything that you have on your heart and in your mind um, and kind of those ideas that are in their beginning stages. So enjoy this episode, really take to heart everything that Julie says, because her chats on mindset and the way that everything shifted and changed for her and everything that this her network marketing business brought into her life is real for so many of us. And when we lead from a place of that, the game changes and it becomes real life and it just becomes so much more meaningful. So enjoy this episode. I will stop chatting at you and I will talk to you afterwards. All right, thank you so much for being on the call today, Julie. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. It is. And so for those of you that don't know, Julie and I are Stella sisters. We are not on the same team, but we have been on a couple stages together. Yes, we definitely have been. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start um, by just asking you a couple of fun, kind of ridiculous ice um, icebreaker questions. Okay. All right. Are you ready? These can Maybe be <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush. Oh, Ryan Gosling. Easy. Oh, good one. Is that because yeah. of the notebook or did you like him
1: before? I mean, it all started with the notebook, right? <laughs>
0: it's actually kind of why I want Rachel McAdams to be on like my top five friend list. in terms. Oh of- my
1: gosh. <laughs> I just want them to be together for, for life. But it's not looking like that's happening.
0: No, no. no. Um, okay so what is the last thing you bought online
1: oh I bought a baseball hat yesterday
0: <laughs> any particular team
1: it was actually has it's a leopard hat but it has a Yankees symbol on it I am not necessarily like a huge Yankee fan but I am from New York so I feel like it's appropriate So,
0: are you more a leopard
1: fan or a Yankee fan <laughs> I'm more a leopard fan. I just happened to have the Yankee symbol on it. So.
0: <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, okay. So what is your favorite book or podcast?
1: Um, I have been listening to, um, a life coach podcast that I really like. You know, Actually, life coaching is something I never thought that I would like be
0: interested in, but now I'm all about the listening to happiness coaches and like all of that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I totally, I I love it. It's like my happy place. I put my podcast on and I walk around my block. I'm like 90 years old at heart. Um, and it's just like my, my me time. Sometimes I'll even listen when I'm like just unloading the dishwasher or, you know, folding laundry, all the fun stuff. What kind
0: of things are on the podcast?
1: Oh, it just talks a lot about mindset. Um, and how, you know, our, our thoughts sort of influence, our, our actions and, and that kind of stuff, getting in the right headspace, um, that, that sort of stuff, those topics are really, um, I think that they're like, probably the number one thing that we all don't realize getting in our way in like all different areas of our lives. But um, it actually is super powerful. And so um, I really, I just, I love, love, love listening to
0: that stuff. Me too. I have um, like posted notes all over my house of like just like little messages that remind me of not things, but like just like I like one of them, for instance, is this gets to be easy because I think so often when I'm working in my business, I I grew up with like that work ethic kind of thing, like where you like you push and hard work produces. results. And I really want to shift into a place where my energy is what produces results inside my business and that it
1: it gets to be easy. Yeah, I love that
0: fun and enjoyable.
1: Yeah. And they do say when you when you write things down, and then you actually like put your finger and move over the words and speak them out loud. It's sort of you internalize it and it becomes your sort of new subconscious. So I, that's, yeah, it's really, it's really good stuff. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff.
0: Um, all right. So let's chat about your network marketing career. It's been quite a journey. Why did you get started? And when, when did you get started?
1: Yeah. So, oh my goodness. It was, I was, um, Eight months pregnant with my first, with Olivia. Uh, um, I was living um, in... Nine
0: months pregnant with my third when I got sick. Oh, that's
1: so funny. Yeah, yeah look, at, look at that. Um, must be something about the hormones or something. I don't know. Um, but I, I was living in Baltimore, and I was a special ed teacher. Um, and I, we had, you know, I, I had like a group of friends at work, and um, one of them asked if I would co-host like, uh, you know, Stella and Dot, party as we called it back then Um, and I had the party house of of all of us so I was like sure sounds good. Um, So I hosted and that was the day that I met um, Krista who was my mentor and I basically, I had no intention, I didn't even know really what it was before she came over. I had no idea about any of it, um, but I really loved everything. And she was like, you know, you get a discount and get it for free when you're a stylist, which is what we were called at that time. And so I just I just signed up, I thought it would be fun. And um, I was sort of like, we call like a hobbyist um, at, at first. Um, and then you know, I had my daughter. We ended up moving back to New York because I got pregnant with my son three and a half months after Olivia was born. Um, close. We were,
0: How close are they then?
1: Yeah, they're thirteen months apart. Okay. So I yeah, I went from new mom to new mom times two, real yeah. fast.
0: So I, my boys are fourteen months to the day apart. My first two. Oh, I'm sure you felt it. Like I cried a lot in that first, like three months. It was just like the hardest time in my life. And I was like, never again, never again. And then William, my third, I got pregnant with him and he was due 14 months to the day from my second
1: one. Holy moly. (laughs) Are you serious? I didn't realize how close they all were. Oh my gosh. You are winning at life right now because I cannot imagine having more than two that close in age. I really can't.
0: I think when you have them young, it it only gets easier, right?
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Yes. So somebody else that gets
0: that very first like three to four month period where you don't even know your own name.
1: Yeah. Well, that's how I felt. And then in the midst of that, we moved to New York. We were looking for a house. We were on, um, that TV show on HGTV property brothers. So we were literally really that. living. That so cool. Yeah. We were living in my parents' basement for a year. My husband's six, six. He couldn't even like stand up in the basement. Um, and we had a dog, I was pregnant and then I was <laughs> having another one. And then we filmed a TV show. Like it was, it was life. just, living life. it was crazy. <laughs> but when I, um, After Property Brothers, when our house was done and we we moved into our new house and I had these two babies. And just like you said, I was just like I had I had always dreamed about being a stay-at-home mom. And then once I was one, I just felt so lost. Like I lost my sense of self. Mm -hmm. I felt like I didn't have much to look forward to. I felt like every day was sort of Groundhog's Day. I felt super lonely and sad despite having friends and family. I just, it was like this internal feeling. I used to um, of Wayne getting to drive to work. Oh my gosh. Anything, yeah. any break, any, anything. Yep. Um, and that's a shower at the end of the day when
0: he would get home and like, I would just hand over the kids and I would go and have a shower. And I was like, it was like, the highlight of my day.
1: (laughs) Literally doing anything on, on your own, like absolutely anything. Um, this is like bringing me back to those days. Um, but I think, I think that's what led me to sort of realize that I I needed something and I needed something for myself.
0: At that point you had kind of just dibble dabbled in it.
1: I dibble dabbled, actually deactivated for, for a couple of years. Yeah. Like I had completely just deactivated. Um, and then I, I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to go back to teaching full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a master's in school counseling, and at the same time, I was like, I need to. I would love to bring in some some income again. And so I joined Stella and Dot again, and sort of gave myself. Uh, I gave myself a year to see what I could do with it to mm-hmm. determine if I was going to try to go back to work full time, um, and that's when I really like my life sort of changed.
0: And so what would you say, like how did you even prioritize your business? Cause your life was still pretty busy. And I feel like that could be some good advice for people that feel like they're juggling a million different balls. Like how did you actually treat it like a business when you clearly had a full-time job at home too?
1: Yeah, so I think that, um, I think because I had something to be excited about again, Mm -hmm. um, it, it made me really, feel like I, I could, and I deserved to carve out some time, whether that was nap time, or, um, you know, I joined a gym that had childcare. So sometimes I would, you know, not do the workout part, but just go to the, you know, go to the section where I could, where I could go and work. Um, and I, you know, I would, I would work after they, they went to bed. But I think what happened was I really started to fall in love with, with that part of my life and and doing it. And so when you think of it that way, you create time for it because we all sort of have the same, you know, 24 hours in a day. And we say a lot of the time we don't have time. Um, But I sort of switch that to, how am I prioritizing my time? What can I sort of, what, what can I replace um, so that I can do this? And, and it was the type of thing that I could, you know, sort of get more comfortable on social media, which was becoming more of a thing back then. Um, I had, I would have like party, you know, parties uh, with my mom friends. I would just sort of get creative with how I was um, sharing it. But I think that when you start to look at time as um, what you are going to prioritize instead of feeling like you don't have enough of it, um, it becomes sort of a mental shift that then you can sort of move things around to, to apply to your day.
0: Well, and the truth is, is like, there's never enough time in the day for everything that we want to do, right? But want is different than priority. And so I really love that. And I love that one quote, and I always butcher quotes, but like where it says, like, um, you need to change the thing from I don't have enough time to that's not a priority to me. And like, how does that feel when you say that out loud about something?
1: Right, totally. I think it was, I think it was also like learning that sometimes you had to say no to things, which is, always been hard for me because I'm a huge like people pleaser it's always just been the way that I am and so that was like that's like anxiety provoking to like say no to something um but I sort of I, I learned that um if it's not I think I don't remember where this quote was from but if it's not a hell yes then the it's a no list. what's that oh a I
0: was, Hollis is it yeah
1: I'm not sure yeah maybe <laughs> maybe it is. Um, but it, it's, it's true. And, um, I think that Robbins.
0: it might be Mel Robbins. Maybe. I don't. Yeah. I don't know, but I love that quote. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I started sort of shifting, shifting some, some stuff there and, you know, becoming better at, at it became better at saying no. Um, and I think when you start to take yourself seriously. Um, I think it's a little bit becomes easier to say no because you feel like you have a reason to. And so I started to take myself more seriously and I would, you know, put forth that action to sort of prove that like I have a job, you know, it might look different than than, you know, my old job or your job or what we traditionally see as a job, but this is my job and I, you know, I I'm I need to make make time for it.
0: Yeah. I love that. Um what was I going to say? Oh, totally lost me on that. And so you've been like a sales leader, sponsoring leader, like do you have any tips for that? Because I feel like you, and we were talking about this before the call is you really come, you lead from the heart and you do this business because you love it. And you share this business because you love it. And I would just love like you to kind of
1: share like a little bit with the listeners, about what that means to you. Sure. So, um, you know, this, the sell on dot business really changed my life. So I went from what I described to you before, um, like really just, I don't know if it was ba- baby blues or whatever you want to call it, just mm-hmm. super like just unhappy to, like earning trips and number one in the company for sponsoring, um, you know, being on, on stages and, and getting these accolades and awards and building this team. And really for me, because of the enormous transformation that I had, I sort of had this like confidence transformation along the way as my life sort of changed. And so because of that, I, in my heart, just wanted to share it with other people because I s- had a personal experience with how it changed my life so I believed in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when people always people ask me all the time like what are your biggest tips for you know sharing the sharing the opportunity or recruiting or whatever word you want to use for it? Um, and I think that it's always sort of been hard for me to almost like tr- do trainings on this and stuff because it's so much has to come from your heart and your belief in what you do and the impact it can have. And when you come from that place, it is contagious. So it takes some vulnerability. It takes relating to people and it takes really, Um, you know, a message you're sending to someone, um, it really has to be filled with some sort of emotion, personal story, as opposed to, letting them know what features, you know, they're going to get when they, you know, when, when they join and people really make emotional decisions. I know that I am very emotional decision maker. And so when I lead with that and sharing about, you know, a little bit about my story and how I think it could impact them, Um, it becomes a much more uh, relatable experience that people sort of want to know more about. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess my biggest tip would be to, to really think about why it is that you love what you do, what that could bring to someone else's life, and come from that place Sharing um, a place of vulnerability, a place of you know relatability, and um, that is really going to connect with people one thousand times more than sharing with them. You know what? How much product they're going to get for free?
0: I love that, and I kind of I remember there, I had this, a very very similar shift in that in the beginning, I just didn't know, I couldn't find the words to say. And I think it was because I was coming from a place of what it would do for me inside my business. Right. And that just never felt good to me. And all of a sudden, when you have that shift in belief and confidence in the business, because you fell in love with it and you see a transformation in your own life, you all of a sudden start seeing the opportunities for everybody else. Like you see your friends. I I had a friend that has a full-time incredible career and was looking at a part-time job in a grocery store. And I'm just like thinking, but well, why I have this perfect opportunity and this right. gift that I can give you. And I think when you think about it, like a gift and you think about all the gifts that you've been given, it's just a different way of approaching it, right? Like yes. it means more, it's deeper. And it's likely that people are going to do more with the business when they come from a place that starts like that rather than starting for 200 bucks and free
1: stuff. Yeah. And I, I love that. And the other thing that I will say is that um, I, I never think about it as, you know, trying to get someone to join or sign up. It's always about helping them come to a decision about whether it's a good fit for them. And a lot of the time when, when you're talking to someone, you're really helping them, figure out whether it or not it's a good fit for them because it might not always be. Right. I um, would rather keep them as
0: a fabulous customer and host if it rather than push them into a box that doesn't work for them. Exactly. Exactly. And that's likely why you have been so incredibly successful at
1: growing your team, but also helping women change their own lives. Right. Yeah. And when you, when you really start to see like the confidence that, you know, grows in, in these women and, and really what they're able to do, I save text messages in my, in an album in my phone for when I'm having like a rough day. I um, mean, I have one from a team member just from, from about a week and a half or two weeks ago. And she said, I just, you know, I just signed the lease on a new apartment. Um, I would never have been able to do this without Stella and Dot. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, I'm able to give my, my daughter the a life, that she deserves um she's a single mom and she's a teacher and she works her butt off and she never was like, a fashionable person she never like loved fashion at all but You're somebody who loves fashion right like I don't I don't even like I know you do you are all
0: yeah. we're we'll going to talk about that in a couple of minutes but like for me meh. I'm good with sparkle studs or hammered hoops and we'll yeah. call it a day.
1: Yeah, yeah totally. totally.
0: Not about, I always kind of joke with people when they join that they're either a Jessica or a Blythe, which are our t- two CEOs. So you're either like a fashion maven or you're just like, you love that business model. And I-
1: I'm wearing a jean jacket and like hoops today. Well, you look great. I just have to say, I know (laughs) know listeners can't see you, but you look, you look real good. Um, (laughs) So, so yeah, I keep, I keep those messages as a reminder that it is so not about me. It's about them and about, you know, about all the experience to look back
0: on. Like, and you can see the impact that you've made and like, it's probably hard to admit, but like, that is all you, right? Like you have changed those lives and that's incredible.
1: Well, I've I've given them an opportunity in which has so I don't believe it. it's been on me, but I, I if I hadn't shared the opportunity with them or if I hadn't, you know, had sort of the courage to do that, mm-hmm. then then, you know, I I don't know what I don't know what she'd be doing. I don't know if she'd be, you know, feeling like sad around Christmas when she gives, you know, now she's able to give her daughter such a great Christmas. And she said in her text message, it's not like I've made millions, but it's been enough to give her
0: We can all remember a time in our business where like two hundred dollars changed our lives, or five hundred dollars was the reason we could do something versus not do something for our family or something. And like I always kind of call it my money tree, and not because it it just grows easily, but because like if I need it, it's there for me and it supports me, and like it kind of makes me able to sleep at night because I don't have to stress about those things that can can come up
1: and always come up. Well, especially during a time like. We're in right now where I'm so grateful to for for the ability to work a business virtually and and get a paycheck. Yeah. I mean it's scary times right now. Um so many people out of work. So lucky.
0: Yeah. And so amongst all of this craziness has come a new baby for you.
1: You are growing something. So tell us about that. Yeah. So, you know, I sort of I fell in love with really this like transformation in confidence that i've seen from so many women that i've sponsored through Stella and Dot and um i kept just sort of thinking about like how can i impact women um maybe yes still who want a Stella and Dot business but how about the women who who don't want a style and dot business? I want to be able to really um, go deep with them too, and give them this same transformation that I had because it was so life changing. And I sort of, I did it yes through my style and business, but my style sort of transformed along with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really believe that it sort of starts from the inside and moves outward in the way that you um, present yourself to to the world and feel comfortable to be able to do that and how much that then impacts like when you feel really good Mm -hmm. inside and then in what you're wearing and how you're presenting yourself it impacts every part of your life from being a mom to being you know a friend to being a professional to just everything and so I I created a style boot camp um called comfortably chic um, and I have um, a signature process that I take my clients through um, in a small group setting um, to really transform their confidence and their style from sort of the inside out and in this amazing community, um, which is really mirrors so much of what I thought was so special and think is so special about the Still and Doc community. I really wanted women to have that. Really judgment-free, um, supportive environment to sort of go through this process with, um, and so I have this this boot camp, and um, it has been absolutely amazing. Like it has exceeded all of my expectations, um, and I I really I help women figure out how to dress for their body um for figure out sort of their own style. Um, and they learn all the different components of that in a really fun way. Um, and we also have a capsule wardrobe um, at the end. So women can feel like they don't have to always be spending. Um, we talk a lot about that and we we talk, you know, we we try to limit that sort of decision fatigue and feeling like we just need to swipe up on Instagram all the time um, and buy things just because they're on sale and um, really just take core pieces and reinvent them in millions of different ways um, so that uh, it just makes our lives so much easier and we can sort of feel just our best every day. Um, and so that is that is my new baby and it's been, it's been the coolest, it's been the coolest experience.
0: I love that. Like, and what does it mean to you to have like this business? That's all yours. Like, Oh yeah. And I just, I love like, and you know, like I'm doing my own thing too. Like I love that we have this base of this network marketing business. That's given us a lot of experience and a lot of probably our confidence has come from being able to run and build an empire like that. But there's also so much that we can do on our own too. And how are you fitting that in? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they really, for for me, the two are like such a perfect match. Um, I, you know, my whole journey was because of Stella and Dot. So, you know, that is, that is where it all started. I'm, I've had the confidence to start this new venture um, because of that. Um, and it also really helps me relate to the, to the women who, who join the bootcamp. Um, but it's all sort of goes together. You know, we even in the bootcamp talk about like accessories for different body types. Um, and you know, what, what, you know, who can wear the statement earring and that's super complimentary to their body type, but who will do better with like a more minimal sort of earring based on, you know, balance where you want the eye to go and all those things. Um, and so, you know, they really are like the perfect, they're the perfect little, little marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to share my love for the Stella and Dot products at the same time um, and the Stella and Dot experience, because I think a lot of the women, what I'm finding is they're coming out of the boot camp with this newfound love for their for their bodies and themselves and style and, Wearing and trying things that they never thought they would, and so they are—you um, know—they're then thinking like, "Well, maybe I could be a brand ambassador and you know share the sell and that opportunity." Or if they already are brand ambassadors, helping them be more confident in sharing on social media with their customers. Um, so it's really been like the coolest marriage of what I, what I do. And I think I've also learned so much through this process that I've then been able to take and really, and, and my team, my still in dot team with. Um, so even when we did a um, Zoom at the beginning of this month and and I got a text message after, And she said, that was the best training you've ever done. Oh my gosh, you really, like, this is, you really must have learned so much over the past few months. Like, thank you, you know, thank you so much. And so it really, it it is really just for me, like they go so naturally together that um, it's like, it's sort of like, I I get the, the, all the things that I love um, from my businesses. So it is just so cool.
0: Yeah, it's very similar for me too. Like they go hand in hand. They work really, really well together. And it just kind of, for me, it's also financial security of like building two different things. Totally. I think when we're starting people in network marketing, we really push that second stream of income, right? Like you've got a full-time job. The smart thing is always to have a second stream of income. I really, truly do believe that. And I think if COVID taught us nothing else, then we should be, that should be really deeply ingrained in us. But then I became successful with Stella Dot and dropped well, gave up teaching and no longer had that second stream of income. So it's just interesting how you get out of it. But then I realized that I also needed this for myself too.
1: Totally. I 1000% agree.
0: And if someone was thinking about starting something outside of their network marketing business, this is where we'll end. What
1: kind of advice would you give them? So I'm going to circle this back to when you asked me what podcasts I listened to. (laughs) Um, I, I really, I think so much. And and I think that for me, I've I've seen this more than anything because I was almost paralyzed by fear of sharing Stella and Dot when I first started because of what other people would think of me. Mm -hmm. And I made so many decisions based on fear and that got me absolutely nowhere that that kept me unhappy um in doing the same thing every day but what I've learned from Brene Brown which I definitely know who this comes from (laughs) I haven't been able to pinpoint for some of the other quotes um really it's courage over um over comfort and the only way to sort of you know follow your your dreams as cliche as it sounds and you know put into action something that you have in your mind it really starts with the way that you speak to yourself, um, I think uh, we tell ourselves these stories of what other people are going to think of us, and so it stops us. And you know what that does is it is it is instilling fear in us, which keeps us in our comfort zones. And that is easier. It is easier to stay in your comfort zone. That's what it's a comfort small. zone is. You right? Like it keeps us small. Yeah, it keeps us. It keeps us small and. Um, if there's anything I've seen over the past you know now four years or so, it's that when I've really changed the narrative and, and took control of my thoughts. Um, And then took action based on that. It really creates this new comfort zone. Um, However, you have to be relentlessly consistent. So if you want to start something you, you know, it is like, I mean, I'm, I'm up at five o'clock every day, no matter what, with, you know, COVID going on and all the things. And I've just, it is a commitment that you have with yourself and you have to be honest with yourself about how much work it's going to take and how badly you want it. Because if you don't yes. really want it, just
0: yeah. that five o'clock alarm will come and you will like sleep it until seven and all of a sudden give up the two most powerful hours of your day.
1: Exactly. And it, it really, it's all, it's all a, it's all a mindset game. So I would say to really work on your mindset, how you feel about yourself on, you know, affirmations and And all the things you can learn from all of this like amazing content that's out there, books, podcasts, IGTV, but we also know
0: works so well. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I would say relentless consistency, a belief in yourself and constantly working on your mindset because the, really the thoughts that you tell yourself become your truth
0: relentless consistency. I'm literally going to write that down. It's the best way to describe building a business. It's really hard. People are always like, well, how have you been so successful? And I'm like, cause I'm the girl that shows up. I show up even when I don't feel like it. I show up every single day inside my businesses and I do what I know is going to bring success. Right. And it's
1: a hard stuff. It's yeah. hard stuff. But a lot of the time it's the unsexy stuff that you're sh- you showing up for. Exactly. So it's just showing up when, when no one's watching or when it's not on Instagram or, you know, it's, that's, that's the real, that's the real work.
0: A hundred percent. And showing up every day isn't easy. It's not for the weak of heart because yeah. there's going to be hurdles that are thrown at you. You're, you're going to get a sick child or a sick parent, or you're going to have to go back to work full time earlier than you thought, or, mm-hmm. um, your husband's gonna to have to go away for work for a little while. Like, there's always just gonna be something, some roadblock, some wall that. And really, I like, the more reading I do, I I kind of believe it's the universe. Universe challenging your determination for that goal that you have set. They're like, okay, so you set this big goal out loud, and you want this big thing, but are you still gonna do it when I
1: throw this at you? Absolutely. And when you and do, you're rewarded. Yeah, the the perfect example is is COVID. I mean, I launched a new baby mm-hmm, during biggest you know the biggest year our world has seen in, in our lifetimes and so if I had said to myself oh I, I should just hold off and not do it because, because it of really on the world, have, right? like it shouldn't have been the perfect time there's never it, there's never a perfect time it's all in the value that you know that you have to give to the world mm-hmm. um and keeping that at the forefront of everything you do um <clears throat> it can't be it can't be money cannot be your your number one driver um it has there has to be a deeper why and money is is an after sort of after effect of that and and not a terrorist. you threat. need to make money <laughs> it can't be the number, it can't be if it's your number one driver it'll be it'll be short-lived very true because you can make money quick but it's not sustainable if
0: right. there isn't love and passion in it yes absolutely Uh, Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. I feel like I could talk to you for another six hours straight.
1: (laughs) Maybe we will. Maybe we'll stay on after and then chat for six hours. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you
0: so much. And we are back. Was I right? Were you like listening and writing down everything Julie was saying and just being so inspired by her message and the way that she leads her business and has built her business? Like, I know I have been watching her journey and it's nothing short of astounding and amazing, but um, to hear her put it all into words is absolutely incredible. So, I'm going to give you a little bit of a challenge right now. I want you to press pause on this episode and I want you to grab a piece of, of paper and a pen. Um, So press pause and then come back. And now that you have that piece of paper and you have a pen, I want you to write down all of the ways that your business has changed your life. Uh, The women that it has brought into your life that you never would have met. Um, The income, the things that you have used, the money that you have made for. Maybe you went on a vacation. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe you had some debt that you paid off. Whatever. Maybe you bought yourself a fantastic new pair of shoes that you never would have been able to splurge on. It is the little things, my friends. Um, maybe it's trips that you have gone on, experiences that you have had, but I want you to make a really incredible list of all the different ways that your business has changed you. Could it be your confidence level? Could it be... Um, like, could it be an internally something else? You're so much more fulfilled. You have something for yourself. You fell into a very similar trap that Julie and I experienced in that we were losing ourselves in motherhood. And this was kind of our life raft. And um, so write all those things down. And then I want you to look at that list and I want you to internalize it. And I want you to really think about what that list means to you. And I think if you're anything like me, that list is going to bring tears to your eyes and because it's one It's one powerful, powerful list. And I want you to think of that list as a gift that you have to give. And that's exactly what Julie was kind of talking about, right? All these transformations that had happened in her life, she is able to give that to other women. Other women are able to experience some of the same transformations or go through their own transformation. You guys, you have that too. Your business has made your life incredible in so many different ways and we need to share that gift with Other women, we need them to experience and be welcomed into our communities and understand what these businesses have meant what these businesses mean to us and what they have done for our lives. So take that list and go out into your own world and change some lives. It's a real kind of mental shift when you look at it from the perspective that you have a gift to give. And when you look at those sentences on a piece of paper, that means so much. And I hope it kind of moves you in the way that my list moves me. And I hope that this podcast resonates with you the same way that I've been, like it resonates with me and the same way that it impacts me as an entrepreneur, a business owner, a woman, all of the things. All right, you guys. And here's my last parting words for you. If you are like Julie and you have Something else that's been in the back of your mind that you have been thinking about building. Maybe it's maybe it's like the topic that people always talk to you about. Maybe it's a skill set that you have that you love doing. Maybe it's like maybe it's that just that idea that has been forming and formulating for you over the course of time. Sometimes we need to listen to those little thoughts that keep arising. Sometimes that's the universe, that's our intuition. Call it whatever you want, but likely or maybe you have something bigger that you want to share and you can use your network marketing business as a vehicle to dive into something else and build something else alongside of it. And if you need an ear or you need somebody that you can like bounce ideas off of and like, even just to be a starting point to think to yourself, like, what am I capable of? What is this online world looks like? What does it mean to build a course or start a podcast or a membership group? Or what does it mean to coach other women to do certain things? Whatever it is, you guys, send me a message because this, is the kind of stuff that I am fired up about. These are the women that I'm starting to really work with and help them build the business of their dreams. I'm talking anything you want to do is possible in this online world right now. You just have to be brave enough to like explore those ideas that have been floating around in the back of your brain. Look at what Julie has done and built alongside of her network marketing business inside of a passion that she has, where both vehicles are helping to change other women's lives and helping to light them up and help them see themselves in a more positive light. You guys are more than capable of doing something very, very similar. And if it has been on your mind or in your heart, or even if this conversation is triggering thoughts for you, send me a message. I have a brand new program coming up. It hasn't started yet, but I am doing some one-on-one coaching with women as well in this area to help them kind of get their branding straight, get their messaging straight and get some products out into the market so that they can start helping other people as well. So anyways, that is enough for this week. Thank you guys again for tuning in and let me know what you thought about everything inside of this episode. I look forward to talking to you this time next week. Save back time, save back channel.